Hi, and welcome back to another episode of You're in Charge with Glenn Pash. Uh, the goal here is to help all of you in your journey to help take more control of your personal life, your business life, and even your social life and fun life. We're here talking with different guests every week to focus on a different aspect of being in charge of a project, as I said, or your health or a business, giving you tips and strategies. And occasionally it's just going to be one-on-one, -on -one, you and me, and that's what we're doing today. I wanted to talk about one of the biggest mistakes that I see with new managers or even experienced managers as they grow their team. And it really hinders their progress to really elevate their team to that championship level. And for all intensive purposes, the mistake is made from a place of goodness, interestingly enough. It's made from a place where you think you're helping Reality is you're really hurting your team. That mistake is creating a dependent workforce. So let me take a step back and explain what I mean by this. Most great managers understand delegation, meaning that we've assigned tasks or roles to people on our team. As a leader, we've built our processes. We have a training schedule. We should have a time where we are inspecting the results watching what's going on, retraining as needed, constantly developing our team. Assuming all of that's happening, where I see the disconnect as a team builds strength is it's not the delegation portion. It's trusting your team to execute. What happens is, is leaders get involved in the day-to-day -day, thinking they're helping helping that person get another sale, helping that person complete a task, making sure things are done before the boss comes, all of those well-intentioned, well thought out. I think as a leader, I'm helping my team. In reality, this is where I say you're creating a dependent team. They're relying on you to remind them of what they need to do. You're being counted on to step in, to save the day, to fix things, to make sure everything's right. Now, maybe some of that is your job as a leader at a very high level. But let's compare this to sports. All of you listening have your favorite sports teams, whoever they are. Maybe you love football, basketball, baseball, whatever it is. If you're the head coach of the football team, you've done your job, hopefully, during that week to prepare your team. You've worked with your coaches for line coach, uh, quarterback coach, receiver coach, defensive coach, all the different position coaches. You've met with them. You've empowered them. You've had them train the team on, the, on what your plan is for Sunday. You've watched the other team. You've strategized. But come game time. Come game time, you have to let the team play. There is no time when the, 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 the clock is running that a coach can run out onto the field and make a, a player adjust a player, move two steps to your right or move two steps to your left or go whisper something in the quarterback's ear. None of that can happen while the game's being played. You have to wait till a timeout, till someone comes over or maybe the quarter's over or halftime and you make adjustments. You may at that time be talking to your team and saying, what do we remember from our, our, our practice? Where should we be? 
What's going on? We have to adapt. You can't save the day during the game. You can't get involved. But yet, when we're leading teams, let's say it's a sales team, and I've built my team and I've given them the processes that they have to uh, utilize to be successful. So I've delegated those tasks, delegated that responsibility to them. I have to trust them that they understand what they need to do. I have to trust my process. I have to trust that I, as a leader, have done the proper training to teach them how to build up their skill set to perform. I also have to believe that I'm doing my job inspecting what's going on, giving them feedback, making those adjustments to train and develop. Where certain leaders get it wrong, as I said at the beginning, through this uh, idea of I'm helping, I'm doing the right thing, is that if I see a salesperson saying the wrong things, I jump in and take over the sale. I remind them, don't forget to do X. Don't forget to do Y. If something's going on and I see them out of position, I go over and guide them. I go and make sure everything's done. Now, in my mind, I think I'm doing the right thing. Because in the short term, I'm winning. Maybe we got that extra sale or two or three. And we all feel great because we as a team were successful. The problem is, is that your job? It's a very important question as a leader. You have to understand, what is your role? Is it your job to go into that salesperson's process while they're playing the game and interrupt and give them pointers? Or do you wait till it's all over and then you give them feedback. I understand the, the short-term reaction is, Glenn, we can't lose. We have to win. We have to sell. But what you're doing is you're creating a dependent workforce because that individual now is not learning. They didn't hit the wall. They didn't make the mistake. They didn't fall off their bike and scrape their knee. You're always there to catch them. Well, then what happens the moment you're not there? They look over their shoulder. Where are you? Now I'm disappointed that you're not there. You've trained them actually that you're going to be there. You've trained them that they don't need to really be responsible for all of their uh, tasks or their outcomes because, well, you're going to help me. I make a joke when I talk to uh, leaders about this or I work with them in different workshops. I say, I'd love to work for you because you can do your job fully. Plus, you're going to do a third of my job and I still get my paycheck. When you think about it that way, is that really what you want? Because if you're creating this dependent workforce, when can you take a day off? When can you take a vacation? Because productivity will collapse. You think that it won't. You think you've convinced yourself that you're doing the right thing, but you're creating a dependent workforce. Let me ask you a question. All of you who are listening, who are leaders, how many times when you've left your business and it's still going on, maybe it's a day, your day off, or maybe it is a vacation, do you get phone calls? Do you get phone calls from your team asking you about their job? Well, hey, hey, boss, what should I do in this situation? Hey, boss, we got this going on. In your mind, you're thinking, well, they should know this. I've, I've talked to them about this. I've showed them how to do this. And you're right. But what you've also trained them is that you're going to be there available 
to double check everything. You're going to be there to give your blessing on what they're doing. You've created a dependent workforce versus saying to your team, I'm out tomorrow, completely out. Do not call me unless the place is burning down. There's nothing that you could do that would really ruin business. So I need you to do the best, play as hard as you can. We will come back and we will see. And what will happen is you will see where the gaps are in your team, in their training, in their execution. Now, just like the football team does, we go back and we review film from the game and we point out areas that we need to work on this week. So now this week, we're going to be working on this aspect. You as a leader, if you have desires to do more than what you're currently doing, if you're a manager of a store and you want to be a regional manager over a few stores or a national manager, or you're a salesperson and you want to move up in different positions, or you're running a department and you want to do more, you will never be able to until your team, your department, your division, what you're in charge of can run smoothly without you being there. I've said this on multiple podcasts. Your job as a leader is to train yourself out of a job. You have to make sure. So let me share a story. I was a manager overseeing one facility for sales. My desire was to be a regional manager. I had the opportunity. Well, I went on my first trip to go inspect another office and work with them on what they were doing. And productivity in my office fell. Why? Because I was so hands-on, so micromanaging, so involved. I thought I was doing the right thing, but I had created such a dependent workforce. They couldn't function without me and productivity went down. And so the owners of the company looked at me and said, well, you have your work cut out for you. They're saying, yes, even if you leave the first time, productivity may go down a little bit, but it shouldn't drop completely. When that happens, when you come back and tell me my team is ready, we'll let you go back and build your way up. And I did eventually become a regional manager and a national manager and all of that, but it was understanding and really looking in the mirror and saying, I am creating a dependent workforce. I am so involved. So I'm not really trusting the delegation that I did. I'm really not believing in my team. Although I thought it, my actions didn't map to it. Why? Because I constantly checking in. Don't forget to do this. Make sure we do this. Make sure we do that. Don't forget to do that. In my mind, initially, it was all being helpful. I wanted to keep my team on point. Reality was, when I wasn't there, there was no one saying that, and hopefully they remembered, but it wasn't happening because they were dependent on me reminding them instead of them building a structure or process for themselves to remember. And then all I was doing was checking in. So again, I hope you find this helpful because it is a big learning curve for a lot of new managers, or even as I said, experienced managers. Letting go, letting your team play the game, believe in your team, believe in the training you did, because if you let them play the game, you will then see where you need to work. You can have targeted training to make them better, to make them more successful. But more importantly, you'll be able to spend more of your day on what you should be doing to generate 
more revenue, drive your productivity for you as an individual? What else could you be doing with all that time that you're spending doing other people's jobs? So make sure that you let your team play the game. I said, I, and I know it's hard, but if you see them running in the wall, you got to let them run into the wall, pick them up, dust them off, teach them where they made a mistake. Now, again, I'm not saying you let them keep making mistakes and keep failing, but they have to play the game the way they think they should based on your training, your coaching, your development. And then you can help build them up and really develop them, fix those gaps, make your team stronger. And then more importantly, you'll be able to go on and do the things that you want to do in your career because you have trained someone to do your job so you can go and do something else. So I hope you found value in that. If you made it to this far, I, I really appreciate your attention. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, share it out. There's a lot of people who could use this as well. Next week, we're going to be back with some more of our guests to bring you their perspective and their journey. And as I say at the end of every episode, you're in charge. But now I hope you have a few more tools to make you more successful. Thank you again for your attention. I appreciate it and happy listening.